we must believe that he is a rewarder. If you believe that God exists and that's it, you still won't get in the mode of pleasing God. Well, you got half the journey already beat. So now you got to come to the other half. You believe that God exists and you and I must believe that he is a rewarder. So these two statements has to work together in order for it to constitute us as God pleasers. We have to believe that God exists. We have to believe, notice, you must believe that God exists. Well, I'm going to put the must with the second statement. And you must, we must believe that he is a rewarder. If you believe that God exists and that's it, you still won't get in the mode of pleasing God. You're not in the mode. We're not in the mode or we're not in a position where we please God. Both of these truths has to work together. We have to believe that God exists, and we must believe that he is a rewarder under those that diligently seek him. So that brings us to this point. Most people don't please God because it's not because of the first statement. Even sinners would say, I believe God exists. James said, Even the demons know that God exists and tremble. I said, James says that even the demons believe that God exists and tremble, but he's not a rewarder to them. See, it's not enough to believe that God exists. And a lot of people don't please God because they just believe that he exists, but they don't believe he's a rewarder. A reward is your and I made better having received it. When you get a reward, you don't expect to come and to turn out worse. A reward makes you better. It used to be in the post office, they have pictures of people that was uh, was wanted. And I know the Western pictures used to have, I don't know if it was really like that back in the day, but they have people, pictures posted of criminals and robbers and bank robbers and say, wanted. And then they have reward, $2,000. And then they have what they call bounty hunters that goes and track down these people because they want the reward. Because when they get the reward, they're going to be able to do things better for their life. It doesn't make them worse when they get the reward. When you come to God and you won't come to him unless you know that he exists. Now, here's some more important things we have to recognize about Or no, that's who we're coming to. Someone that's all-powerful, someone that's all-present, someone that is all-knowing. Then the scripture says that we must believe that he is a rewarder unto those that diligently seek him. The writer of Hebrew used Enoch as an example. It's obvious that Enoch believed that God existed, but God must have communicated to him his purpose and his desire. And Enoch, in turn, must have believed God and believed that God would definitely reward him for what he had promised him. Now, the Bible says Abraham, when he was dead, passed you know, the child in Sarah was past the child-bearing age, yet God says to him, I have made thee the father of many nations. Then the scripture says, in whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. Now, Abraham, who against hope, 
had no natural hope, meaning in the physical realm, there was nothing in his physical, in the physical world that promised him that he could have a child. He's about 100 years old. His body is dead. Several wound is dead. That says in the natural, there is no hope. Well, that's what Abraham and Sarah had in their mind. Don't even imagine that you can have a child. It's hopeless. There's no hope. But God, because he's all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-present, he's not confound to time. God don't live in time. He live outside of time. He created time. He created the natural world. So what did God do? God, in a way, I'm going to say it like this so maybe you'll grasp it better. God stepped into time. God stepped into the natural. Notice the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So when God sends his word to the planet, it's God's coming to the planet. God's word does what God does. His word is himself. So God's word is his ability. So God sent his word, his promise to Abraham. I have made thee the father of many nations. He stepped into a hopeless situation and deposited a word that gave him hope. God lives by principle. That's what faith does. It opens up the door of the supernatural. He said, Abraham, I know you're learning how to walk by faith, so I'm watering this to you today. I have decided to make you the father of many nations. Notice God didn't think individual. He thought generational. We think generational. You know, some people say, don't set your, don't get your hopes up too high. How high is too high? God jet Abraham faith up high, so how high is too high? God gave Abraham his hope. Abraham, you don't have no hope because you live and you're dominated and you take dictation from the natural. I don't take my information and I don't take my, inf- my dictation from the natural. All my stuff is supernatural. I'm not limited to the natural realm. I created that. That don't dominate me. I dominate it. And your body is natural. It comes from that earth. I created your body from the earth. But your spirit, your inner man is more powerful than your body. And all I have to do is put into your spirit what I desire and your body will receive what you say out of your mouth. So he said, Abraham, I'm going to give you my hope. I'm going to I'm I'm walking into your hopeless situation and I'm going to give you my hope. I have made you the father of many nations, many nations. He didn't say, Abraham, I'm going to I'm going to cause you to have a son. He says, I've made you the father of many nations, saying in your son is many nations, many generations. Yeah, no, you know, you're going to get your hopes up too high. I mean, why do you want to say that to someone? Hope is an earnest expectation of good. You expecting something good to happen. Every day for you. Well, I said, well, I'm going to say I believe this. I'm going to say what I expect good to happen every day. And I took that. I said, you know, began to say that, Joseph. Good things are happening for me every moment, every second of my life. Sometimes we're programmed to expect bad things to happen and bad things happen. And a lot of times bad things happen. You don't, you don't have to coach the devil to do that. That's his job. 
But I'm talking about as far as the inner working that God's working on the inside of us. We're to program ourselves in our minds, our heart with expecting good things to happen. So you have to constantly say to yourself, because it's coming all the time into your mind that bad things are going to happen. How many of you ever had bad, bad thoughts come in your mind about bad things happening? Bad thing happening to you. Bad thing happening to your children. Bad thing happening to you. How many of you ever had the devil to put thoughts in your mind like that? And you know, majority of the stuff never even happens. But yet, some of the things if we if we if we take it in and begin to take it in by saying that's how you take thoughts into your spirit by saying what Satan planted in your mind, what situation planted in your mind. If you give voice to it. If you start saying, I feel like I'm coming down with the flu. I feel like I'm coming down with the flu. You're taking it by saying it. I say, I, I, they say, how you feeling? I, 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 feel, I feel healed. Wilkinsworth used to say, I don't pay no attention to my feeling. I feel in the way I want to feel until I want to feel that way. He don't pay no attention to his feeling. He gives his attention to the word of God, how he believes. So Abraham and Sarah had a child. Why? Because God gave them a rhema word, which created faith on the inside. But notice, God kept nurturing that faith. He kept. He even changed his name from Abram to Abraham, the father of many nations. So every time someone would say Abraham, what was he hearing? Father of many nations. How does faith come? And hearing by the word of God. Faith in God comes by hearing God or hearing the word of God or hearing what God has spoken to you. So every time they said Abraham, and Abraham was very rich. You read Genesis. It says not, not that he was just rich. One, one chapter said he was rich. And then you read on chapters ahead. It said God made him very rich. Thank you for watching the Oasis of Love TV 10-Minute Workout. This teaching is available to you in its entirety on our Oasis of Love TV YouTube channel. We would love for you to subscribe, like, and share our video teachings today. This message was brought to you by our patrons at Love Center Family Church, Joseph and Deborah Hill Ministries, and the financial contributions of our faith partners like you worldwide. If you would like to become a faith partner, you can do so by sowing a seed of any amount at Dollar Sign Kingdom Rule. That's Dollar Sign Kingdom Rule via Cash App paypal or gively if you need prayer you can do so by calling us at 757-539-7079 that's 757-539-7079 and if you're in the tidewater area of virginia please be our guest by visiting us at love center family church at 362 east washington street in suffolk virginia services are sundays at 11 a.m and tuesdays at 7 p.m Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember to reach out to the world with the love of God. And remember, God loves you just as much as he loved Jesus. And faith and the anointing worketh by God's love. You have a great week.